Hello and welcome to the Challenger Gray podcast. We're the U.S. member of Career Star Group, our global outplacement partnership. Um, today we're going to talk about the job search, which is a huge topic. It can go in many different directions. And to help me navigate this, I have one of my favorite people in the world. Uh, he's a member of our job coach leadership. He's helped in countless job searches. Mr. John Workus. Hello. Hi. How you doing, Colleen? <laughs> doing well. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. Oh, absolutely. Thanks for being. Thanks for oh. existing. <laughs> so well, I'm glad I do. I am. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Um, I think we should just jump right into it. So the job search, um, it's a very scary time for a lot of people. It's a panic-inducing situation. Absolutely. Um, you know, the... The fact that people um, lose jobs is obviously a, a, a reoccurring thing in our um, in our society and in our system right now. Um, but there's uh, really nothing worse than the day that someone in your office, uh, one of the leaderships or your boss or somebody calls you in and says, uh, we no longer have a use for your yeah. services for whatever reason that may be. Um, and it's likened, psychologists liken it to um, the same degree of stress um, as a, a loss of a family member due to death or divorce. Um, the, the high stress issues of life, um, job loss is ranked right up there with it, them. It really is a loss. It, it is. really a mourning. Absolutely. The end of something. Um, what do a lot of job seekers that you've seen when they go into a job search, you know, I've, I've seen some that are just like, well, this is going to be easy. I won't have to do a lot of work. Um, but what misconceptions have you seen? Yeah, there's there's a couple of, there's actually two sides of that same coin. And yes, there are a lot of uh, job seekers that will say, oh, it's no big deal. Um, I've gotten jobs before, I'll get another one. And then they go into the job search with a real cavalier attitude. Um, and then there's the people on the other side of the coin. Um, and we see a lot of that with people who have been long-term employed with the same company um, where they they panic and they freeze and they, you know, their immediate thought is, I'll never be able to find another job again. Mm-hmm. Um, so either side of that coin um, is gonna be a problem. Right. And um, one of the things that we do is try to f- uh, figure out where our clients are at and then um, help them get unstuck or get them in the right frame mentally. Right, and it can't just be answering online job postings. No, absolutely not. That seems that, to be what people think they can they can do. That is exactly right. Um, the, the day and age of the internet has really done a disservice to job seekers. Um, it's made them actually feel comfortable sitting at home behind a computer um, and never actually getting out there in the real world to meet people. Mm-hmm. Um, statistically, uh, we see that people that apply for jobs only using online um, or responding, you know, through the internet to job ads, whether that's filling out an application or just sending a resume in, uh, statistically, they're only gonna get a response of one to 3% from those companies. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you really look at the math there, if, if a job seeker spends an entire week um, answering ads online and their partner or spouse comes home and says, how's your job search going? Fantastic, I just spent the last week, mm-hmm. I've sent out 100 applications. That sounds great, but they're going to get one, two, or three responses to that. And probably two of those responses are going to be the automatic response that just says, thanks for applying. We'll get back with you if we need you. Right. Uh, Very upsetting. Absolutely. I mean, that's that's not Absolutely, because there's nothing worse than doing that. And then you're sitting at home waiting for a response. 
and you know those people who are important in your life are saying have you had any response and your answer is no so then here comes the discouragement and Mm -hmm. all of those things setting in Uh, I sent out an email last week to coaching leadership which you're a part of um, our director of learning Judith who's great and some coaches I've worked with and it was a unanimous response to this question what should a job seeker do every day and they need to connect with at least one person to talk about their job face to face or on the phone like you have to talk to somebody absolutely um, again statistic wise and we we put a lot of uh, emphasis on that but statistically uh, 80% of the jobs that a person uh, will find in their lifetime come through what we call the hidden job market but it's actually networking with people you know and networking with people um, who refer you to other folks mm-hmm. so 80% of jobs are found in that category whereas only 20% of jobs are actually found through um, advertisements whether they're online or in newspapers or magazines or wherever um, that statistic that 20% also includes recruiters staffing agencies mm-hmm. employment agencies all of those kind of things so if you want to fish in the right waters you fish in the networking waters right. and you have to talk to people I mean just to develop how to present yourself absolutely absolutely you gotta you you have to get out there um, talk to people in the early days we suggest talking to people that you know really well mm-hmm. um, but practicing your elevator speech right. um, getting to know what your skill set is and being able to enunciate that to somebody else in a, in a casual meeting mm-hmm. um, we used to tease back in the day when um, Oprah was still on TV <laughs> in Chicago um, you remember those days? Of course. <laughs> um, she came in. At, she came on at nine o'clock in the morning, Chicago mm-hmm. time, um, and we would encourage our clients: don't do the Oprah job search. And what that is is, um, people wouldn't care what time they woke up in the morning. They would roll out of bed, right. um, not even get out of their pajamas, yeah. um, grab a quick bowl of cereal, um, and they'd be finished with their little morning routine of coffee and breakfast just in time to watch Oprah. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, a couple other daytime TV shows, and then they would sit on the computer, send out right. resumes, um, and that's a very, very ineffective job search. Yeah. But people do that. That's, yeah. a, that's how they, and, and they're, they're comfortable because they're behind the computer and they're not actually out there seeing people. That's right. Um, there, I went to a speech with a recruiter, and she said, one of the things she said was that they don't even talk to people who are employed, which is a, you know, it's a big hurdle to overcome if you can't get companies to even talk to you when you're unemployed. Yeah, absolutely. So how do you get over that? Well, um, obviously that's a stigma that, uh, that job seekers have to raise above. Um, but let's talk about that a little bit. Um, that, that concept of uh, recruiters only looking for people that are employed still may be true but it was really true decades ago not as much anymore um, the the term headhunter comes from uh, recruiters that were actually going into uh, companies and looking for people already employed and trying to pull them out because they were thought to be the people of the most value mm-hmm. um, but in 2016 uh, there is virtually no one in our in our system in our country that hasn't been touched by unemployment, either themselves or uh, somebody they know. So um, the fact that there are a lot of people unemployed for no fault of their own is pretty common in the marketplace now. So I think as far as a stigma is concerned, people need to not use that as a crutch to not get out there, uh, but they need to use it as an encouragement that, hey, um, everyone's been hit by unemployment. I'm not the weird person anymore. There's nothing wrong with me. 
Um, I need to just get out there and do what I need to do to find a new job. Right. And did you find some uh, data on uh, kind of the stigma that, that goes along with Yeah, with absolutely. That was interesting. Absolutely. We were talking about this a little, uh, little earlier. The University of California in Los Angeles uh, did a study recently um, about the stigma of people who are unemployed. And the thought was um, mostly the stigma is related to people who have been unemployed for a long period of time. They begin to feel... Um, like there's something wrong with mm-hmm. them. But when they did this study, uh, they came to the conclusion that the stigma of being unemployed actually begins the minute the person walks out the door. I mean, it's a rejection. It it's, is. It's a breakup. Absolutely, absolutely. And people um, right away, when they're told, you know, we no longer need your services, they feel judged right. by the company, by their colleagues, by those who are remaining. Um, and including once they get out and start talking to their friends and family, they, they in a lot of respects, feel judged by mm-hmm. that. Uh, and then they begin to judge themselves, right. um, saying things like, what's wrong with me? Mm-hmm. You know, Why did so-and-so get to stay and I was released? There must be something wrong with me. And then they start this mental descent um, mm-hmm. that can be very, very troublesome in job search. Right. So how do you ward that off or what strategies are there to kind of defend against that? Really good question and this is um, you know what we we struggle to teach our clients because when they get in these depressive cycles um, it can be hard to get out of them Um, but the first thing that we would tell our clients is that you really have to get yourself into the job search um, mentally get yourself into the game mentally and what we mean by that is um, you need to start really discovering or rediscovering whatever the case may be Um, what makes you unique and what your skill set is that you can sell to another company. Um, You have to get your elevator speech down. In other words, be able to tell somebody your accomplishments. Absolutely. In 30 seconds or less, this is who I am. These are the skills that I bring um, to the job. Um, You have to know what makes you different from other candidates. So you can't say things like, I'm a hard worker. Right. Everyone can say that, but what is it that really differentiates you from your competition? Right. So it can't just be, I managed a team. It right. has to be, you built a team and then you did something. Right, absolutely. And you have to be able to quantify your results. Everything that you've done, give dollar, uh, dollar amounts, figures, you know, what did it do for the company? What mm-hmm. did it do for the bottom line? Um, but you really have to know what your skill set is and know how to sell it. Um, so that's how you start to get yourself in the game mentally. Um, secondly, you need to really get out and continue living your life because what happens to job seekers is mm-hmm. they become recluses. Right. I mean, yeah, it's, they don't want to see anyone. Absolutely, because they always again go back to that cycle of feeling like they're judged. So if they go to a party mm-hmm. and someone says, "What do you do?" Um, as they're meeting you for the first time, the obvious answer is, "I'm unemployed." Right. Um, and what we would say is, "Don't talk about that." As, as your lead-in item. But mm-hmm. instead, when they say, what do you do? Then you tell them what it is that you would do in the marketplace were you employed. Right. If then the question comes up, well, where are you at right now or what company you're with? Then you can say, well, currently I'm looking for a new opportunity or I'm looking for work. But we want to get people to stay away from that negative right. stuff of I'm unemployed, you know, poor me. Right. Get into the positive things of, you know, hey, right now I'm in transition, mm-hmm. but here's what I bring to the job. Because you never know who that person is and who they know and what companies they're connected with. And that's hard from the other side because I've been to parties 
where someone said, oh, I just lost my job. And my immediate reaction is, oh, I'm so sorry. Right. It's not like, oh, who do I know who yeah. I can connect this person to? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's really where I, like, we all need to be there when someone says that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, it's not an instinct to tell someone you're, you're out of work. Right. And then it, for the person hearing it. It's also not absolutely, and so the job seeker, when when they get that response mm -hmm. of "Oh, I'm so sorry," rather than you know allowing that to continue, it needs to be able to ask the right question. Yeah, turn you know, it around. Hey, well, tell me a little bit about you, and you know, here's the skill set that I bring, and try to turn that around to see what kind of connections that person have, and maybe even you know go that extra step further of saying, "Hey, is there any way?" Um, I could get together with you sometime this week and buy you a cup of coffee, yeah, yeah. Um, show you my resume, that mm -hmm. kind of thing. Um, job seekers get um, paralyzed, but if they can start getting into that mode of it's automatic um, that I'm going to talk about who I am and what I bring, um, they're going to find their job search is shortened. And doesn't meeting with people, I mean, just interacting with people, bring you out of kind of that depressive state anyway? Absolutely, it does. Um, depression feeds on depression mm -hmm. and, it, it, and it, it feeds on isolation. So the longer you're away from people and not engaged with people, um, that's just going to continue to compile that negative feeling. And so, yes, the more you're with people and the more you're out there and you're talking about yourself, you're going to break out of that cycle. And that's what we want people to do. And to get a job, you have to connect with a human person anyway. I mean, when you're in an interview, you have to be able to present yourself really well Absolutely. and make that person like you. Absolutely, and and so as you are meeting people and kind of practicing mm -hmm. and talking about your skill set with people in these um, positions or, or in these situations that aren't next exactly a formal interview, mm -hmm. um, you're beginning to practice. You're gonna get your skill set more um, you're going to be able to enunciate it a lot better so right. that when you actually get in those formal interviews, it just is starting to flow naturally. Mm -hmm. um, but absolutely, that's that's the exact thing that we would teach our people. I went to a talk with, um, she was head of HR for a lot of different big companies in the area. And she we talked about how computers will weed out the first, you know, crop of people that you're, if you can get past the computers and you're talking sure. to a person, um, then kind of all bets are off because it comes down to who you're interviewing and, and, and forging that connection with them. Yeah. I mean, what, what's, what are some, she, she mentioned coming across as warm mm -hmm. is actually better than just spouting off your abilities. Oh, absolutely. So are there any good strategies for interviewing? Yeah, there's, um, you know, first of all, let me go back and kind of touch on what you said. You've got to get your resume through the system. Yeah, yeah. Um, applicant tracking software it's is hard. what the recruiters use. <laughs> right. Yeah, so, you know, if you're sending, just a couple of little things, if you're sending your resume in as a PDF, mm -hmm. uh, which most people do, not a good thing no, because a lot of the ATS systems will not read not readable. PDFs. Mm -hmm. Um, putting your um, name and address and all of your contact information in a header sometimes will kick you out and they won't, you know, because some wow. ATS will not read headers. Mm -hmm. um, so you want to make sure that those those little things, you're sending it in in a Word document, mm -hmm. um, you know, you're, you're putting your heading information in the document rather than a header. Um, you're making sure that you have all the keywords. Right. Um, from so the, the posting? From the posting, yeah. So if you're looking at posting, what they're looking for better be in your resume or you're going to get kicked out because mm -hmm. that's what they're scanning for. Right. Um, but yeah, once you get past the ATS, um, then it's a matter of how do I get an actual interview? 
Um, so one of the key things is follow-up. Um, we, will, we will tell you all day long that um, if you send your resume in to the black hole, you may never hear from them right. again. But the job seekers who, who really try to get an in at that company or try to find who is the person I would be reporting to and try to make a connection with them, either through LinkedIn or groups on LinkedIn, um, or even, um, this is way out there, um, actually picking up the phone and calling the company what? and asking to speak. I know, <laughs> people freak out when they hear that, but you know what would be wrong with something like that? Right. You know, Picking up the phone and calling and even asking who would be the person in charge or who would be the VP of this company mm-hmm. uh, or of this, uh, this role, and then actually asking to speak to that person. Yeah. Um, you have nothing to lose. That's right, um, but it's, I like it, to say. Absolutely, so it's trying to get in and make a connection within that company to get yourself seen. Mm-hmm. Um, other, other, otherwise, you're just sitting back waiting for them um, to, come to come to you, right, and that's right. not necessarily gonna happen. Um, once you do get an interview, uh, and you go on the interview, and it, no matter how it goes, something I found interesting from this speech was that they really wanna thank you. Absolutely, and it goes a, a long way. Absolutely, thank. I was surprised. It's it's amazing. <laughs> you know, I interview a lot of people myself mm-hmm. for um, roles within our company, and I'll bet you if I interview twenty people, I may get one thank you from yeah. from those twenty people, and that person is always of interest to me because yeah. they've taken that extra step sure. of of sending a thank you. Now, most people will send it via email, mm-hmm. um, which may or may not work depending right. on the software of the company. That was my next screening. question. Yeah, uh, so that's not always your best bet. Um, we say to people, you know, there's there's really nothing wrong with the old fashioned way of actually getting a thank you card. You can get them at the dollar store, you know, five for a buck. Um, and actually writing out a thank you note, stick it in the mail and sending it to them. Because here's what happens. You know, if you're there on a Monday interviewing and when you're done with that interview, you put a thank you in the mail, more than likely they're going to get that on Tuesday or Wednesday. Right. And so here, a couple of days removed from the interview, this hiring manager or person that you interviewed with gets a little parcel in the mail. They open it up and here's a nice thank you note from you. Um, it reminds them of you, and it makes you stand out from the crowd. Yeah, standing out. Standing out. That's what you're in a positive way. Right. That's what yeah, you're always right. wanting to do. Right. You always want to stand out in that positive way. So thank you. It's absolutely, you know, if, if nothing else, an email for sure. Yeah. Um, a handwritten um, thank you note is always a great idea, and it's not also a bad idea to pick up the phone and call. Right. And just say, hey, uh, wanted to just say thank you again for your time. Um, I know that um, you're interviewing other candidates. If there's anything else you need to know about me, please don't hesitate to ask. You know, any of those kind of things to get that attention. Yeah, it's great. Absolutely. Well, they say that the job search is always going badly until it's over. (laughs) I really like that. (laughs) Yeah. That little phrase, but you can do it. I think staying positive is also very important. Absolutely. You have to stay positive. You have to get out there. You have to resist the temptation to stay at home. Um, get out and meet people. Sell yourself as much as you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, we always tell our clients, it only takes one yes. Right, um, And that's yes, right. there's going to be rejections. Uh, you can't take them personally. Um, you just got to brush them off. I, I tell my the people that I work with all the time uh, when they've been rejected, all right, you've got, um, you've got a day to be mad about it. Mm-hmm. Do whatever it is you need to do to get over that. Right. And then you need to stick the, the stake back in the sand and keep moving forward. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, well, thank you so much for being here today. Absolutely. I think that was a great discussion. Do you have any final thoughts? Um, you know, job search is all about consistency. It's about um, you know scheduling your time appropriately. Um, I encourage people all the time, get a schedule just like you were at work 
uh, you know, because actually you're in job search, that's okay. your job. Mm-hmm. So get out of bed in the morning, get going, meet people, um, stay consistent, but then do those other things in life that you normally do. You know, go, go to the parties, mm-hmm. go to the events, your kids' soccer games or baseball games or whatever. Um, if you're part of teams or, you know, church functions, any of those kind of things, continue to go to those. Um, and when you're there, let everyone you know yeah. know that you're out of work. Tell people. Absolutely. Talk to them. Well, thank you again. Uh, for our listeners, if you want to give us some feedback or contact us, you can follow us at facebook.com slash Challenger Gray, also on Twitter at Challenger Gray, and find us on LinkedIn and Google+. Uh, thank you again, John Orcus. Absolutely. Thank Have you. Have a wonderful day. Bye. Thanks.